Whoa. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 58 from our newly vacuumed studio. And by studio, I mean basement in our parents' house. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hey, how's it going, everyone? So we're about a minute late. I was a little busy in the chat. Um, I see that. Do, make uh, a, I made a little a little story with emojis. I I, I see um, a bikini, um, a, what looks like a jerk-off motion, um, and I have no idea what the other story is. Engagement ring, love. Uh, oh, 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 that gets really sad. That's like Amityville Horror stuff, that last one. This is big. Yes, this is big. Hold on, I'm trying to bring it up on the screen here. <laughs> so what we got here is yes, it is a bikini, and then eyes, and then a jerk off motion. Yes, and then a little splash. Clearly, and then the next story is a ring, two people in love, and then they get a kid, and then mm-hmm. they have another kid, and then there's a gun, and then there's one less kid. <laughs> and I spent a really long time trying to find, um, trying to find, uh. Uh, the police car. Yeah, and I lost track of time. There you go. That's that's why we're late because Bob had to get his emoji story in, and now I'm over here reading about Max Landis's original Power Rangers uh, movie treatment that oh, yeah. they're not going to use. Yeah, apparently Zach becomes the Pink Ranger and Kimberly becomes the Black Ranger. Interesting. Mm, that's interesting. Yes, because he always, you know, he has to, you know, change up Max Landis up the gender has to do roles. something wacky because he's a wacky guy. Anyway, posting on his father's fame. What's up, Solid Robin, Alan Morales, uh, Dan Dolman, Common Boy, Fred, Caloric, MG13, Justin, Gilbert. Justin is it's friggin' 2 a.m. over there. Jeez, man, go Uh, to bed. Uh, Common Boy, say Common Boy. Yeah, I did say Common Boy. Hello, everyone, and everyone, everyone, and everyone. Today's a big day, apparently. Let's go right into it, shall we? Yeah, go for it, guys. Which one of y'all are coming to E3 this year? This is news to me. (laughs) Yeah, Will had no idea. I had no idea. Apparently, E3 is going to be open to the public. I'm going to bring up the thing here. So, Electronic Entertainment Expo, Mm -hmm. previously only for journalists and media. Notoriously only for uh, games journalists, games media, game developers, game retailers even. They are... I think they said 15,000 tickets yes. for the public, which is a lot. That is a lot. That and those lot. will go fast. It's already a packed show. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. There, it's supposed to be limited because you're supposed to be able to go around and actually play the games, yeah. not like a PAX. <laughs> but um, they now they're giving away 15,000. Well, not giving away. You have to pay for it. Yeah. But 15,000 tickets they're, they're, they're going to allow to, to the public. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are excited, obviously, because... Now they'll finally have a chance to go to this thing. Yes. The elusive E3. The white whale of the conventions. Season. Yes. And it's it's a big deal because yeah. that's where they announce everything. Uh, E3 has this stigma around it. Uh, now that stigma might be lost because yeah. now it's just anybody can go. Yeah. It's uh, going to be limited. So yeah, like not so a lot of people. Again, only like 15,000. But I mean, this is a big deal. If this is successful, who's to say that they won't do it again next year and, you know, just keep doing it year after year and hopefully like growing it maybe making the event longer so that more people can go i feel like they have to make it open to the yeah public because more and more companies are pulling out yeah because why what's the point yeah there really is no point it used to be the journalists go 
and try it out, mm-hmm. try all the games out and stuff, and then they go home and they write stories and talk about it. Yeah. But now you have the internet, so the companies can just put their stuff yeah. out there to their fans. You see people like Nintendo who have like really much pioneered with Nintendo Directs just like doing stuff directly to you. So yes. they're yeah, it makes sense they, for they haven't had a conference there in, in a few years. Yeah, it just so. makes sense for companies to start pulling out. Last year Activision and EA pulled out. Yeah. They weren't there at all last year. Mm-hmm. I mean part of the problem too is like E three it's supposed to be like um you know, just a media briefing thing, but it's become like this spectacle. People spend millions of dollars on ridiculous booths yeah. and presentations. And, and that's why it's exciting to go. Yeah. Because it's not for everybody, or it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like people spend millions of dollars on these things. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a cool thing to be a part of. But now it's going to be more like an amusement park, I guess. I guess. Because <laughs> it'll just be a bunch of randos. Yeah. Or according to Justin, oh great, now E3 is going to be packed with Cheeto-fingered snotty chumps breathing heavily either due to the girl gamer or the fight or the flight of stairs they had to walk up. Exactly. Yeah. So I went to the last three E3s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was very excited to go because, again, it was like, a th- you know, not everybody yeah. gets to do that. And it was great. It was a great time. Um, the first year I went, I saw one guy in cosplay. He was dressed as Logan. <laughs> Yeah. And uh he looked really dumb cuz everybody else is like professional. Yeah, they're, they're E3 to, like, look is at not stuff. a Comic-Con. It's it's yeah. you know, it's business. The last few like you can tell that people are there to, you know, for business on business. Yeah. Like it's it's a it's a very different environment than uh the other conventions like a Comic-Con yeah. or like a PAX. The last year or two it got more and more Convention-y because they were allowing more and more people to yeah. get in. Yeah, was it 2014 was the first year they started letting... 2015. 2015 was the first year they started actually letting you know the public in. They um, gave tickets to the booths to give away. Yeah, they gave 5,000 tickets to exhibitors to give to fans. Yes. So they, they made like a PlayStation-like uh, say that they would... They made PlayStation-like hold contests to give tickets out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so yeah, and I think they were being more lenient on like streamers and content creators and stuff. So like they were just kind of handing tickets out left and right. Uh, so that's why last year was, it it was, it's been more and more packed too. Yeah. And they, I mean, companies are pulling out because it's expensive because they're the only ones who are funding it because nobody's paying to actually get in. Mm -hmm. And... Now they they pretty much have no choice but to open it to the public that uh, if they want to keep making money. E- last year EA had a separate event because they were like yeah. we want fans. They actually their quoted reason was we want fans to come. To yeah. This. So it was pretty much the what uh, E3 had to do. So with that in mind, you're still not going. <laughs> I can't take the time off to yeah. go. It sucks. Uh, if they do this next year, you bet your ass I'll do everything I can to be there. But I am going to go for sure. I have to. Th- th- that's the thing. On February 13th, they're going to start selling tickets. They're right. going to go like that. They're yeah. going to go very quickly because it's only 15,000, yeah. which sounds like a lot, but it's definitely not. Because yeah. Someone like PAX has like 100,000. Yeah, and those sell out quickly. What's Comic Con? 400,000? 
It's a little less, but yeah, no, it's it's more than this, and yeah. that and that goes quickly. So fifteen thousand is not a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, what was I gonna say? So yeah, they they had thir- February thirteenth. They're gonna be selling tickets. They haven't announced media registration yet. Yeah. So I gotta do that. So what what the hell? <laughs> and if I can't get the media registration, then I'll be out of a ticket. Yeah. Should I buy a ticket and then sell it maybe? But I don't know. The it, the twenty fifteen New York Comic Con was a hundred and seventy thousand. Wow. And uh twenty sixteen was probably a little bit more than that. So fifty thousand is a decent chunk of that, but still. Yeah, but you know, that's gonna go. Yeah. Most E three is still mostly gonna be press journalists and, and media yeah. and press. Uh people filming for their own stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, Comic Con uh, had uh, last year. They did that really dumb registration thing mm-hmm. where uh, you couldn't, if you bought a ticket, you couldn't sell it afterwards because yeah. it was registered to your name. Uh, E3 does something similar because it's a press thing. Yeah. So your badge is attached to your name, mm-hmm. and all, when you walk in, they check your ID with your badge. It's not so bad because there's no lines because there wasn't that yeah. many people. But um, I wonder how that's gonna work this year like can i buy a ticket just in case and then sell it if i don't need it or will it be attached to my name i don't know i mean i guess you'll have to find out when you buy the ticket they also don't... tickets are 250 dollars, i think Jeez. but early bird special 150 dollars. now do the, does that ticket cover the whole event or can you buy like you know go one day go another day like you can at comic uh it's the whole event it's the whole event i'm not sure if they're gonna do dailies okay i have no idea yeah I I don't think they are because I think they only said uh, one hundred fifty dollars for for the pass. Yeah, you know. And this will this will only cover like the actual show floor event. This does not cover the day zero press briefings that Microsoft and Sony usually oh, yeah. do. That's a question a lot of people have. Yeah. That yeah, that is even more limited than E three. Yeah. Like really, I, I was never able to get really. Into so like the best part of E three, you still can't go to. Well. Okay, maybe not the best part, but that's the one that like everybody talks about. The most important. Yeah. But it's probably more fun to watch it online. Probably. Because you're still seeing the same thing that you would see if you're there. Yeah. And you get to see all the other press conferences. Although apparently, um, I think it was last year at the Microsoft's E3 press conference when they showed the Dead Rising uh, 4 trailer. You know, when you see when you saw it there, you know, you watched it on the big screen and they dropped snow on you because, you know, it takes place on during Christmas. If you're watching that at home, you didn't see the trailer because the camera panned out to show the snow falling on the audience. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, Will. Sorry you missed your Dead Rising trailer. Sorry, right, I don't even like Dead Rising. AJ says, people need to realize this will potentially turn E3 to into a cheaper Disney World, paying an exorbitant amount of money to wait in lines. They won't even be able to play most of the stuff that matters. That's true. There's going to be insane lines. And yeah. the last couple of years, there have been insane lines. Yeah. Like two years ago, I waited two and a half hours just to play The Division. Mm-hmm. And boy, was that worth it. <laughs> um, so there's going to be even more lines now. It's it's gotten worse and worse. And it looks it, like it's going to get worse. Yeah. Unless they have like different lines for people. Because yeah. like... The, they're gonna want the media to play these games first. Mm-hmm. I know that E3 has to go the way of open to the public. They have to. Yeah, it's gotta go that way. Mm-hmm. But like, they just gotta. Yeah. But at the same time, now they now 
the industry is losing a media focus event. Yeah. So it, I mean, I'm happy for everybody, but I I don't get to play these games as quickly. <laughs> and you know, I, I have to deal with all yeah. the smelly people, all the plebs. Yeah. Uh, Justin said, bitching about going to E3. How about the 800 pound? Cause he's British. Uh, 800 pound plane ticket to even get over there. I think they should do a Euro European E3 two smaller, obviously, but with the chance of a whole continent attending. What do they have there? They have Gamescom. Gamescom. Go to Gamescom. But that's yeah, Germany, that's in Germany. It? And Go it's to Gamescom. It's in Germany, but apparently it's bigger than E3. I think. Really? Yeah, because you know that's press and open to the public, like a Gamescom regular convention. Gamescom is sick. Yeah. Yeah. Go to Gamescom. Yeah. Also, they have a GDC in in. Uh, do they really? I'm pretty sure they do. Oh. I'm pretty sure there's a there's a European GDC. But not everybody can go to GDC, right? Uh, well, not everybody can go to E3. How about uh, that? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, GDC is like the same deal as E3. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more restrictive because you have to be in the games industry, not just media. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I I've always wanted to go to GDC. Because then you get to see these talks of like these the people who make the actual games yeah. talk about how GDC they make the is more games. like developer focus and like yes. developers talking to each other, whereas E three is more like for actually selling the product. So that's why it's more flashy. Mm. What else we got here? Uh, Melvin Cabrera wants to know how we hang our figures on the wall. Uh, uh, thumbtacks, thumbtacks directly into the wood paneling. Yes. <laughs> um, Do not recommend. No, it's not the best way, but it's a it's a decent, cheap alternative. There, well, I mean, if you don't mind putting holes in your walls, yeah. but we have holes in our... There's, like, a lot of yeah. holes in the wall. Because there's three for each one of these. Somebody do the math. There's a lot of holes and in And the then wall. there's these corner shells. Where'd you get these again? I, I might keep... have had to get them off Amazon. Okay. Because I don't think they had them at Target. Or, or my, I think I got them from Target Online. I also don't recommend those <laughs> because the corner shelves... Are only screwed in on one side. That's very bad. I know. So you see, at the, at the bottom of the of the top one, it was leaning so much I had to put two screws in the wall so it sits on top of the screws. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't recommend any of this. Mm-hmm. We uh, we want to redo all of this anyway. Yeah. Eventually, one of these days. One of these days, hopefully. We've got a lot of things in the works. Here. Yeah. Uh, so, E three is open to the public. Yeah, where you're still not gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go, but I have to. I need a media pass. <laughs> I want a media pass, yeah. and, and like, so I don't have to spend 250 bucks. Yeah, and who knows if if they'll even accept me. <laughs> so, and then there's packs, packs yeah. east. And then there's packs. I am going to. You're definitely going to. I'm definitely going. To. Uh, oh, speaking of which. Mm-hmm. February twenty fifth. Okay. Are you down? Um, I can try to be. Um, you can definitely go without me if I'm not there. Everybody tweeted him and make <laughs> him. So February twenty fifth, I want to see John Wick, chapter We're... two. Chapter two, with all of you. We're gonna do it uh, at the Lowe's. Where is it? AMC Lowe's 34th Street in the city. So it's by Penn Station. Oh, okay. I know where that is. AMC Lowe's 34th Street on Saturday the 25th? Yes. Is it the 25th? That's what you said. Yes, Saturday the 25th. 
So mark your calendars. They don't have tickets yet. We have to wait like a week for the tickets to go up. <laughs> so next week I'll announce that. But mark your calendars, 25th. We're going to go. It's going to be a night thing. We're going to go watch John Wick together if you're in New York. And then we'll go get go to a bar or something afterwards and hang out. There you go. So there you go. Uh, you got anything? I got a couple of things. Um, hey, do you remember when uh, the whole rumor that Netflix was going to do a Zelda series? Yes. Well, you're getting Castlevania instead. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> um, which can still be cool. So Netflix is now working on a new original series based on Konami's Castlevania franchise. Um, they've officially announced it today. Uh, this will actually be... Uh, f- this will actually be the rumored Castlevania series that uh, producer Adi Shankar, who is best known for Dread and that uh, one Power Rangers fan film from like I think a year or two ago, where it was like all super gritty and oh, that was cool. Dark. Yeah, he's going to be producing it. Um, he he's doing it with um, what the hell is the animation studio? Uh, Frederator, who's known for oh. uh, Adventure Time. That's cool. Yeah, so they were working on that, and then Netflix scooped it up. Uh, I believe it's called Season 1, Part 1, which is an interesting way to do it. Uh, it's going to be written, this is what has me excited, it's going to be written by acclaimed comic book writer Warren Ellis, Ooh. who's done a lot of great work, uh, Transmetropolitan. He's the guy who invented the extremist armor for Iron Man, and the whole, like, with um, Adi Granov, that whole look of Iron Man. Uh, he did an excellent James Bond miniseries recently for Dynamite. Uh, he's very good at what he does. So if he's writing, if he's writing the whole season, that's even better. If he's writing at least one episode, then I'm definitely tuning in for that. I like this image better than the original box art. Well, yeah, that's that that Polygon used. That's, uh, well, that's, I think from one of the Game Boy Advance games. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope it looks like this. Like an anime. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's after uh, Iga took over and all the art started looking like that. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Uh, Netflix is very good with their original content. Uh, I don't think I've seen a bad Netflix original anything. I know Adam Sandler has some movies on there, but okay, that's to be expected. But like this is the studio that brought us uh, Daredevil and Stranger Things and Orange is the New Black and uh, all this other great stuff. So if and Voltron, how did I forget about Voltron? So if they can even do like half of what they did with those, this might be the first truly great video game based media ever. Hopefully, yeah. Well, I mean, have there not been any good video game shows? I mean, it, that's that's going to be subjective because I don't know. Like, I haven't seen the Sonic TV show for a while, but we liked that. We did up. like that growing up. I saw it actually back in college. I can't imagine it being good. It does. <laughs> it's hard to say because it like some of it holds up kind of well, and then a lot of it doesn't. You know, and that's the problem with a lot of these like the video game TV shows from back in the day, because like, you know. There are things you remember of it that you like, but you look back on it, and it's obviously you know a very dumbed down thing for stupid kids. I mean, what what are the exceptions? Like the Pokemon animated series, because that's been going on for like a million years now. Right, Pokemon. Yeah, there you go. That's a that's a good example. And maybe Gungrave, but that's like really obscure. Yes, that's true too. Yeah. So the Japanese do it well. Yeah, there so, you go. So give Castlevania the Japanese. Yeah. Why isn't it? It's Konami. Well, Konami is 
not the Konami we remember yes, anymore. So maybe this will make them wanna make more games. Speaking of Konami. Oh god, what do they do now? Are you done with this? Yeah, I'm done with this. Okay. Speaking of Konami, uh they try really hard to explain the R in Super Bomberman R. Classic arcade series <laughs> Bomberman is set to return to the Nintendo Switch in a new installment named Super Bomberman R. But what does the R stand for? Tom Phillips of Eurogamer says. Even developer Konami seems a little unsure. Responsible responding to fans on the official Bomberman Reddit. I didn't know that that was a thing. A Konami spokesperson gave not one, not two, but three possible suggestions for the R's meaning. R is a throw. This is in quotes. R is a throwback feel for the de- for the devs to when games could simply have a letter and allow that letter to carry many meanings. The Konami U.S. social account wrote. It symbolized returns and reborn because the game is such an homage to SNES and SB3, Super Bomberman 3. But it also means rangers to represent the diverse and colorful group of Bomberman characters who patrol the galaxy. Whatever its name means, Super Bomberman R is the first new game in the series for more than five years and also the first to be developed by Metal Gear Solid publisher Konami. They just had to throw that in there. Yeah. Bomberman was originally created by Hudson, which was gobbled up by Konami back in 2012. And that's why Bomberman was in limbo for so long. Yes. So, <laughs> so the R in Super Bomberman R could mean... Returns, Reborn, or Rangers. And there are a lot of Bomberman that you can play in this game. Yes. Well, there was When I was playing of... it, there was there was a lot. Mm. One of them, the one I played, that was really cool. It was like a little yeah. sleepy guy. <laughs> uh, as you all know, very excited about this Nintendo yeah. Switch game. It look, it does look exciting. I, I keep going back and forth. That like was you... 24 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even keeping track this time. Now that you know about the game, it's not fun anymore. I shouldn't have said anything. I'm <laughs> such an asshole. Uh, so yeah, the R means nothing. Mm-hmm. Still, it's a throwback to when. What game is there for the Genesis Super NES generation that had a letter that meant nothing? Mega Man X. Damn, <laughs> that was quick. That's like the obvious one. I mean, yeah. X and Z, I think, were the one or the two letters because it was the '90s and like those were extreme but letters. R isn't a cool letter. I know. It's not cool at all. I'm trying to think. X of, and Z are cool. I'm trying to think of other games that end in like random letters, and you know, that's it's just Mega Man. Yeah, which I'm cool with. Bomberman st- stealing a little bit from Mega Man because <laughs> I mean, they're allowed to. They 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 hold the same. They're from the same. You know. Group. Yeah. Plus, I mean, they they were both also heavily on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And. Well, Bomberman... Uh, Bomberman had one game on the Genesis. Well, and no, so did Mega Man. Bomberman had a lot of games um, on the TurboGrafx-16 because... Oh, I'm so because, sorry. Excuse me. Because that was also made by Hudson. Oh, that's there, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe we'll, we'll have to get a TurboGrafx-16 so I can play only Bomberman games. Well, you can also download a bunch of them on the original Wii Virtual Console. I need to get... Uh, Mega Bomberman for 
Sega Genesis. Mm. I don't know why we don't have that. We used to love playing We that. did. I thought there were a bunch of Bomberman games for the Genesis, and there's only one. It's really only that one? I'm pretty sure it's... Because I remember going to rent it all the time. Uh, you got it right there. Yeah, Bomberman 94, Japanese only release for the PC engine. That's the TurboGrafx-16 in Japan. Uh, released the following year on the Mega Drive slash Genesis as Mega Bomberman. Uh, Five-player multi-tab support. Released on the Wii's Virtual Console in March of 2009. Do Control F for Genesis or, so, or Mega Drive, whatever. Uh, there's a clone called Bomb Boy. Bomb Boy for Genesis. It's released it? in Taiwan. Is it? Are there two B's in it? Yeah. Bomb Boy. Yeah, I guess that uh, Bomberman '94, otherwise known as Mega Bomberman. I'm looking it up. Here's a fun fact, though. Um, There's no images. It's it's a it's a bootleg the genesis version i believe is only four players with the multi-tap but the turbo graphics is five players with the multi-tap Ooh, yeah you can play eight players on the super bomb yeah. for the switch and uh you could do it all on one system or you can do it on eight different nintendo switches super uh saturn bomberman for the sega saturn had 10 players either Damn. via multi-tap or and remember this is the saturn internet play wait wait wait. what was on the saturn saturn bomberman it was actually called saturn Bomberman. it was actually called right, saturn I'm, I'm bomberman i've never seen this before in my life 10 player uh multi-tap or via internet support first bomberman game to be played over the internet damn this looks good yeah, there. I mean, with the exception Bonk's of, in it. Well, yeah, it's another Hudson game. Bonk, hell yeah. I mean, let's be real. This the, box art is sick too. With the exception of the obvious one, like, have there really been many bad Bomberman games? Oh my god, I'm so excited for this game. Th- this looks just like what I played of Super Bomberman R. Really? Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Yeah. So many Bomberman games that were out that nobody played because nobody had these systems. Yeah. There were a lot of Bomberman games for, like, the Game Boy and Game Boy Color that a lot of people don't remember. Uh, Gilbert says, so much Bomberman. <laughs> oh, Geek Level Asians here. That's a new YouTube channel that hasn't posted anything, I don't think. Hey. Hello, Geek Level Asians. <laughs> Uh oh, AJ said uh Sonic R. I was, yeah, that's a that. There you go. No, how could we miss that? That clearly stood for racing. We knew what that's that stood true. for. That's true. We knew what that stood for. So f- you AJ. <laughs> Everybody, Super Sonic Racing. It's in the theme song. Gilbert says Super Bomberman Ravioli. <laughs> Uh, Melvin does ask, what does the Z stand for in Dragon Ball Z? There you go. That's another one. That is another one. Yeah. Zextreme. But that's not, that's an anime. God damn it. All right, close enough. Uh, okay. I have another one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We're going to talk about. So, 
the age-old mouse and keyboard versus controller uh, debate. Okay. I'm taking my, my cardigan off for this one. Oh, oh, damn. This is a oh, damn, everybody. So, this is... Uh, this was brought up in the Overwatch community. Oh boy, the Overwatch boards. Lepistol posted, "Dear Blizzard, love the game. Thanks for the hard work. I would appreciate some clarity slash statement on the issue of a mouse and keyboard on console editions of your game. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know." They make certain conversions that you can buy off the internet. Yes, I've seen those. Plug them into the, to the console and just play with your mouse and keyboard. Yes, I have seen those. And if you haven't known, having a mouse is vastly more accurate than a controller. Yes. Personally, we both like controllers better. It's it's not that I don't. It's that I like controllers better. The way I play games, which is on a couch, distant from. We'll dive. Television. We'll dive into this app okay. after I read this. Um, please say some kind of stereo mouse keyboard. Blah blah. Having played many hours on console over one thousand hours, damn, it is evident that the majority of high level players are using a mouse and keyboard on console. So the top ranked. I know this as I have discussed this with many of these players. I believe this is unfair. However, I wish to ask your official stance on the matter. I have given up and gone to PC. Damn. Lastly, if you do consider mouse and keyboard on console cheating, what is being done to protect console players using a controller? If it can't be detected, one solution may be to hold tournaments for console. I'm sure we would see a large drop-off of said elite players. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. To hold tournaments, just like they do with Call of Duty. Because... Now you see these high-level Call of Duty players that play with a controller, and if they stream with the mouse and keyboard, a lot of people are going to hate on them because that's cheating, and it's really obviously cheating. So, over uh, Blizzard is very into responding to their fans, and the game director Jeff Kaplan said the Overwatch team objects to the use of mouse and keyboard on console. We have contacted both first-party console manufacturers and expressed our concern about the use of mouse and keyboard and input conversion devices. We have lobbied and will continue to lobby for first-party console manufacturers to either disallow mouse and keyboard and input conversion devices or openly and easily support mouse and keyboard for all players. I encourage you to reach out to the hardware manufacturers and express your concerns but please do not do so in a proactive and respectful way. So their official stance, Blizzard's official stance on mouse and keyboard on consoles is that they want Sony or Microsoft to either completely disallow the conversion devices right, or openly allow mouse and keyboard for all players without the conversion It devices. sounds like they want a level playing field yes, for everyone. They're saying it's not a level playing field because you not everybody can buy that because it's a third right. party you know you have to buy it off the internet yeah uh i think that that's all dumb that is very, yes for i mean i think it's a i think what the guy said was a good idea to have uh what the fan said was a good idea to have tournaments mm-hmm. they should have tournaments anyway they're probably that's probably coming the playstation 2 you were allowed to just plug in a mouse and keyboard mm-hmm. to, to to play 
which was interesting. Uh, people did that with what Quake on there? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, and Red Faction, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I so our stance on mouse and keyboard versus controller. I think it's irrefutable that a mouse is more accurate than a controller. Right. I have my reservations that the keyboard, the actual movement, is more is accurate. more accurate because you have you're limited in the directions that you can move. Right. You can only the, move this way and this way. The benefit of the keyboard, though, is you have more. You can use all five of your fingers, and you have more inputs at your disposal. So yeah, That's you ha- you have you know your three on uh, A W and D, but then you have your pinky and your well, thumb. No. I disagree because you you have to use these three fingers yeah for movement. So if you take one of these fingers away then to push something else, then you can't move in that direction anymore. Right, but if you're fast enough, you can't you can at least hit something and then move back to it. Or if you're just moving in one direction, then you don't really need that finger exactly. on Exactly. With a controller you you're using a thumb to move in all directions, right? So you're using one finger to move in every direction, and you, the only other buttons are the, are mapped to the left. The trigger, right. yeah. Unless the, you unless you have the elite controller where you can use the other thing, your other get, fingers. You get yeah. more buttons. People who play first person shooters professionally on a console with a controller, yeah, they do a control style called bumper jumper, which is where you. Map the jump button to a bumper, yeah, so that you don't have to move your finger from the joystick to jump, yeah. So you're always moving. Mm-hmm. So the key is to always have your fingers moving and aiming, yeah. Um, on a PC, if you move one of those three fingers away, you can't move in that direction. Well, anymore. jump is usually spacebar on PC, so there you go. Yeah, you have you your thumb, thumb and you right have there, your pinky, yeah. but. Anything the, anything below that, the Z, the X, and the C, you're you're well. You're Q and Q and E are usually like um like peaking and stuff. Like, well, not just peaking, but all, all the uh, R is R is reload. That's important. Q and E sometimes are like equipment or use, yeah, and things like that. And you can map stuff to the controller. Yeah, this is all very like nitpicky. I'm the what I'm trying to say is the mouse is irrefutably more accurate and better suited for. Uh, aiming faster. Yes. The keyboard isn't the best solution, in my opinion. The keyboard is, in my opinion, not a bad or alternative. It's just a more complicated alternative. Fair enough. Yeah. I think that the keyboard could be replaced with something that is better, that hasn't been figured out yet. Right. And people don't really care to do that for some reason. Anyway, we here at the Wolf Den like controllers a lot better. Because they're more comfortable. And that's pretty much the only reason. <laughs> well, like I was saying, I play probably 99% of my games on a couch about 10 to 15 feet away from the TV. And, I'm, and I've tried this. I've actually tried this. Mouse and keyboard, even if you have a lap desk, doesn't really work in that setup. Right. A controller is very well designed for just sitting there you know leaning back and leaning forward and like gaming that way yes a mouse and keyboard is was designed for a desk and works best on a desk mouse and keyboard was not designed for gaming a controller was designed for gaming. right 
you're losing a, a very little bit of accuracy for a whole lot of uh, convenience. ease of use convenience. Yeah. So, personally, I like a controller better. Right. But in a, in, a, in a competitive environment, you have an advantage if you have a mouse. Honestly, the most accurate is the the Wii pointer controller. Yes. That everybody works. knows. Yes. That. The infrared yeah. is the fastest technology. Yep, because you're just pointing it at right at the screen. Yep. Yep. Uh, Red Steel, best uh, multiplayer game of all time. In all seriousness, the GoldenEye remake on the Wii wasn't bad. Really? Yeah. Like It actually worked Do pretty well. Do we have well. that? Yes. Oh, wow. You might see it on the backlog. Check back Saturday. Uh, every Saturday. Ever. Plug. <laughs> so, Blizzard's stance is to, is to call out the console manufacturers to either allow or disallow control, uh, mouse and keyboard support. I don't think it's a bad idea. Well, actually, it is a. It, I think it's a very bad idea to allow mouse and keyboard support for across the entire games catalog. I don't. Only for multiplayer because you're giving people an advantage. I can't. I won't be able to play a multiplayer game anymore because I play <laughs> with a controller. I will. I will lose. Okay, but you know, then why on PC is that not you know a thing? How come? If, if you're playing Call of Duty on PC or Overwatch, the better example since we're talking about that, you know, you can have people play mouse and keyboard against controller. So then you can only allow it for single player. And then it's not up to the console manufacturer anymore. It's up to the individual game the individual developers. Games yeah, I don't think this should be a console manufacturer thing. This this is up to the game. Well, developers I guess the console has to the console manufacturers have to open it up to the game developers to allow it or disallow right. it. So it is up to the console manufacturers to allow the developers to make the decision. Well, I mean, X Microsoft is already like in this situation because they have you know you can play your Xbox One games on PC. Mm-hmm. Like in, like you could stream your Xbox One games like, to PC. I would never. I've done. I have a video where I try to play PC games with a controller yeah. online, and in all honesty, I didn't do too bad. <laughs> but I know I could. I know if I was a proficient mouse and keyboard player, I would fare a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I'm not used to mouse and keyboard though. Uh, f- Microsoft is. You can stream your Xbox One games to PC, but you mm-hmm. can't do it the other way around. Because they don't know how to properly do games like uh, real-time strategy or first-person shooters that you know, rely on mouse and keyboard to do that well and still be competitive on the Xbox One. Yeah, They haven't figured that out yet. So then they should just open it up then. Because then I you're going to have a second desktop that yeah. just streams from your other desktop. I mean, I, I don't think there's a problem with you know players using the control scheme that works best for them regardless of platform you know if, if you're on a console and you prefer mouse and keyboard you should be allowed to use mouse and keyboard now in a competitive sense yes that's where things get murky maybe have one server that's just mouse and keyboard and one server that's um controllers or you know get frisky and have a special server that's both that's yeah. a good point but then you're gonna have a very small server because you have you're going to be very limited because not a lot of people are going to be doing mouse and keyboard on right. the console. But if it's open and people know about it, then they're going to do it. Right. So you can keep those people separate 
from you know the people who are just trying to play regularly. I forgot who it is, but there is a Destiny streamer who streams Destiny with a mouse and keyboard on his PlayStation. And yeah, people hate him because <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah, but I mean he I'm, he's doing fine, I guess. But that's the thing; like he has the advantage because of that. Yeah. I can't wait till Destiny is a PC game. And <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna hate everybody. The reason I like it so much now in that community now is because it's all console people and all yeah. these. I'm learning slowly that all of these console people aren't console people. They just like Destiny, and they will jump ship in a second when it comes to PC. Yeah. Which it might. And that's going to suck for all the console players. Anyway. Gilbert says, guys, what are you doing? We don't talk about PC here. He brought it up. I brought it up. We were talking about playing console games with the mouse and keyboard mg13 said the steam controller tried to solve the remapping problem that's true it had like uh circle like this huge ass circle pads that like tried to do um really fine movement and yeah. from what i've seen it works it doesn't full-on replace a mouse and keyboard but for games like real-time strategy um that really rely on fine movements of a mouse like you can play it with that AJ Finax Four says mouse and keyboard is better, but like, who really has the time to play games like that? <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. Shadowbot, Shadowbolt, says the goddamn Dreamcast had a mouse and keyboard. It did. It did. It did. And it had online. Back then, mouse and keyboard was probably a better way to play. Yeah. Certain games. They had Quake for a Dreamcast, I think. Quake Three Arena. Yeah. Yep. Uh. They've tried hard to replace mouse and keyboard because it is it is not made for gaming. No, it is it is not. It is bet it is more precise, but it is still not ideal. And they, you know, they made that thing that you like grab like this and you move around. Yeah, the Falcon thing. Yeah, yeah. and those never pick, those never caught on. Yeah, but there has to be. I'm mouse is fine because they have gaming mice with a million buttons on it. Yeah, but keyboard. The keyboard needs to be replaced with something else. But Some what? sort of joystick or something. They have those things that like look like a hand. Yeah. Those are just keyboards that look like hands. Yeah. They, it, it, the solution needs to be a thumbstick with buttons like this. I honestly... I mean, those things are stupid. The things that look like hands Ooh, with like, wait, the keyboard. This is, I'm coming. I got a good idea. What? You need to make something that's a, that's a thumb... So you have the mouse... And the left hand is a thumbstick, like a PlayStation thumbstick. Yeah. And then, like, a, you could be like a big ball thing. You got the thumbstick, and then you have buttons like for the rest of Four buttons. For, yeah. Or, four to eight or you can have, yeah, eight. Well, no, because they do make, like, I'm pretty sure instead of like a analog stick, it's a deep Put it in the chat, because I need to see this. You don't have to do it. Huh? That's why I'm giving well, it to them. All right. So. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, the movement is the issue. I have videos on this. Uh, History of modern video game control schemes. I was very, very proud of that. That's a very good series. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, these things. Yeah, these, these little controller things. But like, it's got like a little nub thing right there. I'll put this in the for all you guys to see. Michael Ramirez typed Logitech. G13 exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. Oh yeah, that's the thing you just showed. Was it really? Yep. Oh yeah. That's it. But it's still got a keyboard on it. The 
Well, I mean, I guess you move around with the thumbstick, yeah. Well, even still, like, I honestly, I think that, like, you know, moving your fingers like this is still probably faster, and you can do a lot more. That is not than... better than moving with a thumbstick. It's, it's, well, it's absolutely not, not easier. No, it's not. It's not better. But it's because n- you you can't move in all directions, and you you can't hit other buttons while you're doing it. But the thing is, you can because like like you still if you're using two fingers for movement, then you still have if, two if, more. If you if you have a, th- a thumbstick yeah. to move around in all directions. Then you can do other things at the same exact time that you're moving, and you can't do that if you have your fingers working. Well, on like, it. what else would you need to do jump, while moving? You can jump, do that if jump, uh, uh, look down the sights. If I got my crouch. middle finger on W, then I have my th- my thumb on the space bar, and I can move it up to B for whatever that does. And then I got E look for equip. Look at how equip. many fingers you have on. I'm t- I'm just saying you have three fingers right now in the directions. Yeah. Consolidate that to one finger, and then you have all these other fingers to do all of these other things that you want to do. Yeah, but it's you plus can... your middle finger is up and down. Yeah. So, or this is better. Your ring finger is le- is left. Yeah. What if you want to? What if you want to look down the sights? Or not look down the sights. That, well, in that Rainbow be... Six, I think it's well. This shift is run. Yeah. What if you want to run and and. Run to the left, because then you have then you have the pinky. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> okay, what if you want to run to the left and crouch? That's probably C. That's my thumb. Actually, you can't run and crouch. What's thumb? Thumb right here. Thumb is rests on the space bar, but C is usually crouch, so you can move it. I thought it was Z in Rainbow Six. It's Rainbow Z. Six is Z, but then oh, it's PC. You can remap it. <laughs> Even still, I can hit Z with my thumb. What I'm saying is. You have so many buttons that you have to you you're changing fingers all of the time. People type like full sentences and paragraphs right. with one hand. They can play a video game, they can move in a video game with one hand. I'm saying it's better to have your full range of direction. And of course, like I said before, you only have eight directions of movement with WASD. Right. You don't have the full range of movement that you do with a joystick. You still ha- it's still eight ways, no yeah. matter which way you slice it. The difference, because even a joystick, even a joystick on modern consoles, you're still moving up, down, left, right. No, you don't necessarily not, turn. No. You move in all directions on a thumbstick. You have every direction at your disposal. Not, but not in a first-person shooter necessarily, because that's yes. still up and you down and th- strafing. You're, the looking is done with the analog stick. On a joystick, you have 360 degrees of movement. That you can walk in 360 degrees. On, with it's, WASD, you have eight. It's not the same. No, because on a thumbstick, if you push up and then you turn to the right, you're, you're still you're curving this way. And you're gonna start uh, strafing right. You ign- can do ignore that. Ignore the right, the right stick. You can do that on a PC if you, you know, you press and then you press the other one and then you move that way. That's how you do it. Yeah, but you only move in the, you only move exactly, uh, ninety degrees or forty-eight degrees on a PC. Yes, if you hit W and D at the same time, you move exactly forty-five degrees. There's no between forty-five and ninety. Like there is on a console. That is why there's only eight directions of movement. You have to go 45 and then 90. You can't go 
60 degrees like you can know. on a console oh, well even still like you can't really go 60 degrees on a console because you absolutely it, can you just, you just do 60 degrees on the joystick you're you're going no because you, you're going to wind up going you know completely 90 degrees regardless you it, no. it may you go you just move the thumbstick to the 60 degree point that's it. And you could do well, 90 degrees. Still, you could do all right. 45 degrees. You could do 40 degrees. You could do 41 degrees if you Sa- want to. Assuming that your hypothesis is correct. It's you, not a hypothesis. Ass- all right. <laughs> it's the truth. Ass- I'm going to say your thing is a hypothesis. And assuming it is correct, that still doesn't technically matter because then you also have the mouse. And the mouse, you just turn that to the direction you want to go to, and yes. that points you. That yes. just pretty much negates the necessity but for any. You're using movement. that to aim, and on console, you can aim at the same time that you're moving 41 degrees. But on a PC, that doesn't matter because you have so so much more accuracy on that. You don't have to compensate for any movement that the other stick is compensating Correct. for. What I've learned from doing these experiments about controllers on console is that. If you're playing on console with a controller, it is best to use a class with a shotgun so you don't have to aim. Yeah. Or a melee because moving, you're so much better at moving than you are as somebody with a with a keyboard and a mouse. Okay. So you can evade much better. That's right. Like playing Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, because right. people are very accurate with Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, I just play with a shotgun, and I ran around everywhere, <laughs> jumping around and stuff, because you're better at that. I wasn't better than the people with a, yeah. with a, you know, with a mouse, but still, like, you, you can hold your own a decent amount with that. Yeah. That is my point. That is, that is my point with having a thumbstick instead of WASD. That is why a thumbstick is better than WASD. For movement, maybe, but it it doesn't really matter because the mouse still does a lot of the moving and turning for you, and the aiming you don't Correct. have to compensate for anything. But, but you're again, you're moving. You're you at that point, you're not move, using the mouse to aim anymore. You're using the mouse to move in conjunction with WASD. Right, but it, on a console, since you have two thumbsticks, you can move. And aim at the exact same time. You can aim in one direction and move in another direction. And that's why I'm saying the solution on PC would be to have a thumbstick instead of WASD and a mouse. So that you can move, you can aim really accurately and move really accurately. The thing is, when when you're playing games, you're and you're gonna you're using either the left thumbstick or WASD, you're you're moving forward. You're always facing forward. So the right stick and the mouse controls your turning. And on a console with the whole, like, you know, extra angles you can turn at, you're still facing forward as you're doing that. Correct. Your camera is still facing forward. The mouse or the right thumbstick, you know, it does the, all the turning for you. So you, on a PC, you don't really need any more of that, you know, uh, angle to turn. You know, because that's all handled with the mouse. That gives you a much wider range of turning no. and a much more accurate. It does not give you a wider. It it gives you the same amount of. It gives you the same range of movement. It's just more accurate with the mouse aiming. Aiming is more accurate with the mouse. Moving is the same. It's the same range of movement. With the the same range of you have the same range of aiming. It's the same exact range. It's just more accurate with a mouse. On with a with a keyboard versus a thumbstick, 
you have a more range with a thumbstick. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think it matters. It it does when there's people who use bumper jumper, so that they can aim and jump at the same time. But you can do that on like a, here's the thing. You can do that on mouse and keyboard with the controller. You can you can move you can move your position to forty one degrees and aim at somebody at the same exact time on a on a mouse and keyboard. You cannot do that. Yes, you can. No, you cannot. You can't Wait, aim. You, you can't, can't aim because you move can't. at forty-one degrees. You have to. You have, you to, have move. to turn. You have to turn using the mouse also. So yeah. you can't aim and move at forty-one degrees at All the right. same exact time. So then, how do people do three sixty no scoping? They jump in the air and they spin around a circle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If people can do that with a mouse and keyboard, then they can do your stupid forty-one degree turn and aim, but in the same they, way they have to. They have to hit. W and D at the same time, and then hit D, and then, and while aiming, that's what they have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a with if you if you replace WASD with a thumbstick, they just have to move the thumbstick in the forty one degree position. That is my point. That is why I think WASD is not ideal. I just mouse is ideal. Mouse is ideal. WASD is not. I just feel like you're. Your argument, while maybe valid, you know, it, it doesn't matter because the mouse compensates for so much and it helps out, I think, a lot more than you're giving it credit for. It because it does the, the, the mouse, yes, is is make the mouse makes up for the keyboard, yes, you know. So, yeah, while you only have what I'm just saying that if you replace WASD with a thumbstick, it would be better. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that mouse and keyboard is more precise than a controller. I'm just saying that WASD itself, the keyboard itself, should be replaced with a thumbstick. I think it's about time you did an experiment video. Let's see if you can do both. What do you mean? Like, make a video like having using a thumbstick and a mouse. Well, there you go. I'm gonna have to get this Logitech G13. Oh, hold on, garbage. People might notice I wear these like little leather wrist straps. I call them the gauntlet. Oh, you gonna slap me with it? No. Oh. The gauntlet's been thrown down. All right, I guess symbolism. I People listening to the audio version that? didn't know that. Ooh, ooh, can, ooh! Is there a game where you can map? Because I'll hold a controller and use the use the mouse. That's the thing. Time. I don't know if there's a game that will let you map. Both, Both at, at the same, same time, because usually if you plug in a controller, it overwrites everything. Yeah, or it switches. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I could do it with the PS4 controller. I could just map the controllers. I could map the controls to keys. Well, because Steam now officially recognizes the PS4 controller. I'm putting Damn. it back on. Maybe I'll use a PS3 controller. <laughs> Maybe. Or you know, bite the bullet and get a Steam controller. Those are only like thirty-five. Everybody's bucks? really tired of our argument. <laughs> This is a really dumb argument to have. AJ's with me. He says, all hail opposable thumbs. Uh, MG13 says, they're starting to go on a loop now. MG13. Cowboy says, it's not over. MG13 also says, touchscreens are the future. Touchscreens are the future. Yeah. Not for platformers, though. Mouthy was hoping for some bloodshed. Frosty says, he's going to E3. I will see you there. Hopefully. Nice. AJ also says, motion controls solve all, ask Splatoon. 
I did not like those <laughs> controls. Matthew Merck personally prefers the power glove. There you go. The original motion control. Oh, Michael Ramirez uses a G13. Oh. For PC gaming. So do you use the thumbstick to move? Like to walk? I'm curious. It's 35 bucks on eBay, but you can get it new um, from Logitech for 80 bucks. Hmm. See, that, but that I don't like the keys. 25 fully programmable G keys. I don't like the way the keys are laid out because they just laid out like a keyboard. Right. Well, I feel like I feel like. Okay. I mean, you're you're right. You're right. Yeah, because I'm getting too picky. Go, going by what you're what you're saying, using the thumbstick gives you more range of motion. Yes, use the thumbstick for motion, but then you have all those keys. You can quickly switch between weapons. You can quickly open doors. You're right. You can quickly jump. It solves the problem of moving and doing something else at the same time. Right. So that is that is a good solution. It just looks dumb. It look there's no way for it not to look dumb. Yeah. It would honestly look less dumb if I was holding a controller in my hand. <laughs> but then I have two extra fingers that aren't gonna do anything. That's the problem. I might just have to buy this. But like that's for a video, that's dumb. Alright, anyway. Is there any, any other stories? Are we done? Can we go into the chat? Yeah, let's just go into the chat. All right, Thanks. guys. We're here for you. Mikachu says you can both get from point A to point B, but thumbstick is smoother. Yes. Uh, you will. You can achieve the same thing on both. Razor makes one, too, for 80 bucks. Let me see Razor's. Look, looks about the same. I like the position that that thumbstick is in better. Yeah. Is that a D-pad or is that a thumbstick? Uh... Looks kind of like a like it a three DS thumbstick. Eight way thumb pad. Oh, that is no. We that's the thing. No eight ways. Three hundred sixty to three hundred sixty ways. That's not even true. Infinite ways. <laughs> uh oh. So you can talk to us using the hashtag Wolfden Live on Twitter. You can if you're listening to this after the the whole thing's over. If you listen to this in podcast form. Or if you listen to this on the YouTube, you can just go to the YouTube video and leave a comment there. And we'll respond to it in the following week. Just like these people did on our last video. Let me go to our channel and find it. Gasfarost. Says, I really hope the Nintendo online subscription includes cloud saves for the Switch games. That is true. That would be cool. I don't really care about cloud saves, though. Like, they're, they're on the console. They're nice when you need them. It's great for Vita PS4 crossplay. Yes. That is fantastic. It's great for 360 Xbox One backwards compatibility. Yes. 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 Enrique says, hey, Will, which subscriber are you going to invite to your wedding? We would like to know since you mentioned you're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> One lucky subscriber. You heard it here first. Uh, all of you. You're all invited. Uh, well, I will be uh, periscoping the whole thing. <laughs> She's going to hate you. Um, from this chat, Common Boy wants me to talk about comics. Um, okay. 
Uh, AJ Thakar says, hey, Will, what are your thoughts on Darth Maul comic issue one? Didn't read it. Um, probably be good. Those Star Wars comics are usually uh, excellent. Uh, I don't know if Darth Maul is a character I want to see in a comic. Get his own comic, though. I think he was just fine being, being like, mysterious. Mysterious, yeah. Hey, did you see the footage from the game? Which game? The Darth Maul game. They were making a oh, game. Oh, years ago. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The footage. There's like actual gameplay footage. I recently saw, it was all back in the old expanded universe, um, the scene where Obi-Wan and Darth Maul fight in the desert of Tatooine. That's going to be remade on Rebels coming mm-hmm. up soon. That was awesome. That was also the original reason why Uncle Owen hates Ben Kenobi. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, somebody had a question for you last week. Oh, Muhammad said, do you guys think that there would, are too many superhero movies coming out? Kind of. Eh, if well, they keep coming out this rate, I worry that they'll all be the same. I don't think so. There, things are just starting to get a little iffy. Cause like, I'll be honest. I love Dr. Strange. I, I did feel it was very similar to a lot of the other origin stories they were doing. That being said, I think we, we need to stop thinking of them as superhero movies and just think of them as like regular genre movies that happen to have superheroes in them. I don't, the problem is like when, when it was just Marvel doing it, like it was fine. They would release one, maybe two a year and then be done with it. The problem is now DC's throwing their hat in the ring and now they're starting to flood the market. Plus, you know, Fox is bringing back X-Men and all that. So now it's starting to feel pretty saturated. Muhammad also said, Will, are you getting married or something? I feel like you don't mention that enough. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Yeah, I deserve that. Justin, seven hours ago, <laughs> tweeted using the hashtag WolfDenLive, if the Switch put N64 games on virtual console, C buttons mapped to the second analog, GoldenEye with online multiplayer, kerching. I don't know what kerching means. Maybe it's some British slang yeah. that I'm missing out on going over I think I think he means kerching like a cash register like he's going to buy it. Oh. Well, Which, yes, that would be an instant buy for me. Too bad that's not going to happen. I'm just saying that he predicted the future with that with that tweet. Because we were talking about mm-hmm. you know, What were we talking about? Fred says, what is the best Thor run to read outside of Aaron's volume one to two? Um, I really liked J. Michael Straczynski's run on Thor. That was really good. Uh, everyone says to read Walt Simonson's run from back in the 80s. That's apparently the definitive Thor anything ever. So go check that out. Frosty Nacho, Frosty Nacho from today's show wants to know, ask you, Bob, any thoughts on the destiny change? No, I haven't seen anything. I haven't played Destiny. I bought the last DLC and didn't even open it. Really? I am so behind. I didn't do the the last raid on hard mode. I am so behind on armor and stuff. I just got left in the dark. So that game, like, you need to have a crew, <laughs> you know? And, like, I know you'd help me out, but, like, I I, like fell right out of that community <laughs> i was i was like i was like big timed right <laughs> right out of that community uh but i still it's still one of my favorite games of all time destiny because i i was i was always waiting for a 
for an MMO style sh- like first person shooter because I feel like MMOs that's like my I would love an like I don't like RPGs right but I don't like RPGs because of the certain tropes that RPGs have yes I like shooters and I like that sort of gameplay so putting an RPG in that sort of gameplay is passable to to me and having that sort of online sense of community that I could play with my friends and stuff that is perfect so Destiny is the perfect amalgamation of all of that. It's just that I don't know what happened. <laughs> I got like, I got way too behind, and now it's just I'm just way too behind. And th- you have there's so much grinding right now in Destiny that it's it, it's not even fun. Yeah, it was for a while. I, uh, I scrolled too far back, and I went to when people <laughs> were talking about. Uh, Media uh, Slave, House Will, Fatale. House Fatal, is it worth it? Yes, it's worth it. I did a video on it. Um, you should definitely read Fatal and anything that Ed Brubaker does. Just don't if you know Ed Brubaker wrote a comic, just read it. Don't even ask me. Just read it. Uh weird question, Will. Have you tried the Bone video game? I have not. I think that's a Telltale game. So if it's like any of really? their other Yeah. They they're making too many games, Telltale. Yeah. They make way too many Fix games. Fix your engine. Apparently, the Batman game was, like, their brand new engine. They made a new engine for that? Yeah. They didn't fix anything? <laughs> I mean, it worked for the most part. You caught it at a really bad time. I've heard other people say that that time, that part in the game, breaks the game. Yeah. It's, like, a known issue. Yeah. Especially on I mean, I'm sure it's patched now, but... Michael Ramirez says the nomenclature for those things are game paths. So the, the hand looking yeah. controller things are game paths. Yeah, that's exactly what Logitech's. Well, Logitech calls it a game board. We think about that, Michael Ramirez. <laughs> uh, Common Boy wants to know what my first image comic was. I have no idea. What, what was My it? first image comic. Oh. It's probably something much Spawn. later. Maybe. It was some random issue with Spawn. Probably Spawn. <laughs> yeah. The first one I bought myself. I mean, I feel like I bought a Spawn comic before. Like, when when we were younger. Maybe. But I remember buying... Uh, what's that one that wasn't good? And I thought it was. <laughs> um, Capullo did it. Oh, Haunt? Haunt, yeah. yeah. I remember Haunt. Yeah, Capullo and Kirkman <laughs> did that. Oh. Anyway... Nate S. said, did you guys lose a lot of subs to the glitch? I checked. There was a glitch, apparently, on YouTube. Really? That a lot of people lost subs. Again, this happens all the time. Uh, Social Blade. If you guys want to check yourself, you can go to socialblade.com and look up Wolf Den, and it'll pull up all of our stats. Yeah, we didn't lose any. I don't know what happened. We did not lose any subs. Other people lost, like, hundreds of thousands of subs. So I don't know. People are bringing up. Uh, oh, Fred Bushi asked about Samurai Jack coming back. Ooh, and Shadowbot, Shadowbolt says I've been watching the original Samurai Jack catch up while watching season five. Uh, yo, it looks awesome. It does. I'll t- I'll be honest with you though. I'm gonna be real. If they don't have the theme song, I'm not watching it. It's gonna be a different theme song. I, it better not be. That's one. Um, I'm positive. That's it's one of my different. favorite. Cartoon theme or it'll songs. be remixed. <sighs> I'll depend. All right, maybe I'll settle for a remix. It's just so good. It's contrast every like it fit, but it also contrasts everything the show was. Yeah. So 
So, so yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. A lot of people are bringing up a uh, golden eye source. Because we're talking about uh, GoldenEye Online. I don't know if you can hear this, but our mother is screaming <laughs> at us right now to put something in the freezer. And it's really hard to concentrate and do both at the same time. Everybody share this video with your friends so we can make more money so that we can move out. Yes. <laughs> Have a studio or something. As I was saying, a lot of people are bringing up GoldenEye Source in the chat because... Um, I guess because of the whole GoldenEye on Switch with the uh, online multiplayer thing. I've always wanted to play GoldenEye Source. Apparently, it's excellent. I haven't, I haven't played it. The new one for the, what was it? The, what was the one that you said the one for the Wii was good? Yeah, but what was the other one? What other one? Didn't they have it on other consoles, or was it only on the Wii? It was then they then they eventually released it on 360 and PS3, like in HD and whatever. Was the one on the Wii called GoldenEye Reloaded? No, that was just called GoldenEye. The one on P- PS3 and 360 was GoldenEye Reloaded. I heard that was garbage. Really? Yeah. They're the same game. Wait, wait, wait. Which one has uh, Daniel Craig instead of Pierce Brosnan? All of those. I heard that they were all garbage then. No, the, the <laughs> Wii one, the, you can actually look this up. The Wii one got good reviews, and I've okay. played it. It's pretty good. The 360 and the PS3 one are literally the same game, just in HD, and they added like uh, Spec Ops, like Call of Duty 2 type thing. Know. I heard those were garbage. What was garbage was GoldenEye Rogue Agent for PS2 and original Xbox. That was hot garbage. Uh, that you played as a villain, um, and you kill James Bond and Judy Dech's M, and you team up with Goldfinger and Dr. No to take over the world. That was a bad game. <laughs> Forget I ever said that. They did make, they did re, did they re, now I'm all confused. <laughs> did they remaster GoldenEye 1080p and put it in the Xbox Live Arcade? No. They did that for Perfect, Perfect Dark. Dark. Rare apparently made an HD version of the original GoldenEye. Like, they have it ready to go. And they just can't they get the rights to do it. They can't legally do it. I Who has the rights to GoldenEye? It's, it's weird. Somebody Be- bought them, right? Well, here's the thing, because Nintendo, I think, published the game, so they have some stake in it. The James Bond license is, I think, with Activision. That's I knew it was Activision. So Activision ruins. Activision is the murderer of of all IP. It's true. Like they, if they get their hands on one, they just sit kiss on it goodbye. Their Ninja Turtles games have been bad. Uh, their James Bond games, with the exception of Goldeneye, have been bad. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. They're the reason Crash Bandicoot Tony, has added games is Tony Hawk. Um, God, I'm really sad about what happened to Tony Hawk. Uh, they've had that since the beginning. Yeah. And it just, they crashed it to the ground. Uh, Transformer. Oh, no. Transformers is actually like the exception. Do they have Power Rangers now? Maybe. I should look that up. Power Rangers. Spider Man. They ruined Spider Man. Because Power Rangers just came out with a game that looks a little bit compelling because it looks like an arcade game, but I heard that that was I heard it's garbage. really bad. Yeah. Apparently, like when you get to the Zords, it's just a quick time event. That sucks. Yeah. Power Rangers game 2017. Mega Battle game. That's it, yeah. Power Rangers Mega Battle. Who's making this? Who's making this? There's no Wikipedia page. <laughs> There's a GameSpot. So, yeah. I, well, I mean, it's weird because, like, with Trans... Bandai Namco. Oh, I guess that. Yeah. 
Activision also does pow- uh, Transformers, and it's weird because uh, War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron, and Transformers Devastation were all pretty good. Everything else they put out that was been crap. AJ saying the YouTube glitch. YouTube said that the glitch doubled people that unsubscribed. If no one unsubscribed from you guys, you wouldn't be affected. That means nobody unsubscribed from us, baby. Or not mm. a lot of people. Or, like we must have met. Yeah. We gained subs. There you go. So even if two times the amount of people unsubbed, we still gained subs. It's probably a lot of people expecting more wrestling talk. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start sneaking that in next week. Wink. All right, we're done. Mm. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. If you're listening to this on iTunes, SoundCloud, and or Google Play, thank you for the subscription there. Be sure to rate us and review us very highly because that helps us with placement on those stores. And Lord knows we need the placement on those stores. Yes. And keep an eye out on Saturday, every Saturday of this month, and hopefully the following months, where you will see a new show called The Backlog. We go first th- one went out, out last week. It's on Batman Dark Tomorrow. We go through our video game backlog and just talk about the games in our collection, whether we've played them or not. And it's in a whole new format. Yeah. We've got m- multiple cameras. we got things coming up on screen. Mm-hmm. The pacing is a lot better. You'll be engaged more. Yeah. Some good stuff. It looked, it, we look like a professional YouTube channel More, more, more bite-sized content for you guys. Yep. So thank you guys very much. Thank you, as always. Thank you for tuning in. As always, you can subscribe, you can like us, you can share this video or the other videos we put out this week and every week. Yes, we have to stop saying have a good week because now we have so many videos. Yeah. We have to say we'll see you tomorrow or something. We'll see you on Saturday. We'll We'll see see you on Saturday. We'll see you next time. See you next time. See you next time. Goodbye.